Well, it says I'm live, and that's what we are right now. It is Thursday night, and you know what that means. It's time for some must-see streaming. You know, over the past several decades, probably some of the most powerful ballads have been written. Well, you can throw Barry Manilow in there, maybe. But really, they've been written by heavy metal and hard rock bands. Now, these ballads that these bands have, have written and performed um, they deal with human relationships, what we call here at Lithos Cry horizontal relationships. Well, tonight we're going to take a look at a brand new video and song from a band named Winner's Resurrection. And this is a heavier ballad, but it is not about a horizontal relationship. It's about a vertical relationship. It's the vertical relationship between man and the risen Christ. And the name of this song that we're going to take a look at the video for tonight is called Break of Day. Well, as you can see with me on the other side of the World Wide Web, we have a band called Winner's Resurrection. Those of you that have been Lithos Cry followers now for the past three years know that we bring them into the studio every once in a while for an interview. And I'm really excited tonight because we're going to be taking a look at a brand new video that we are releasing right here. I mean, this is a first see, must see right here. We're getting comments coming in. And hey, Tiffany has joined us. She says, hello, podcast land. <laughs> Tiffany is from The Last Trumpet, who's going to be with us at Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021 coming up on May 15th. And we're really excited about that. And I'm really excited about the guys that are with me because they're going to be opening up. Forget Revelation Rock Fest 2021. Uh, Michael, before we get into this, I'm getting a little bit thirsty over here. Can you hand me a bottle of water real quick? Um, yeah, sure, man. Here you go. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, all right. Almost, almost. We were, we were practicing <laughs> some stuff. We're going to do an all-comedy Winner's Resurrection uh, edition at uh, some point here. So, Michael, starting with you, our viewers and listeners have heard a lot about you guys, and some of them have listened to the audio interviews we've done, but they really haven't seen you. So can each of you, starting with you, Michael, uh, introduce yourselves and tell us what you do with the band? Uh, my name is Michael Will. Um, I'm the guitar player. I do play some keyboards, and I'm also a co-songwriter. Philip. Yes, my name is Philip Nissen, <laughs> and I need a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the lead singer. I handle all the, the lead vocals. And I'm Robert, and I do some of the guitar stuff with Mike and some keys and a little bit of drums. Philip, you need a little bit more than water. You need some of this coffee that I got over here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I drink coffee. I'll be running to the bathroom. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, it is great to see all of our viewers that we've got right now. I always love to see that eye up in the left-hand corner showing us our viewers and the thumbs up. And remember, this was a community. And as we show this video, you can comment on the song and on the video. We'll discuss the comments. And Winner's Resurrection will answer any questions that you have about the video. Because this video... Philip hasn't seen it yet. This is going to be kind of like one of those reaction videos where he's going to see what he looks like in the video and how it all came together. So this is going to be a lot of fun doing this. But remember, this is a community and you can leave your comments about the video and the song. But before we do that, there's a very interesting story behind this song, Break of Day. Robert, you're the one that wrote this song. Can you share with us how this song got its start before we take a look at the video? Sure. Actually, Mike wrote the music and had it for a while, and I thought it was very uh, emotional, had a lot of power to it, and that we needed to finish it up. Typically, when I write vocals, I'll get the music from Mike, and I'll put it on my iTunes, and I listen to it in the car, just drive up and down the road going to and from work and places, and try to hum along, sing along. Occasionally, a little snippet of words will stick in my head or a little piece of melody. And this one actually started out as Break of Dawn about vampires. And you and I have talked about that. And it, it was kind of interesting, and that's where it started. And somewhere along the way, I just changed it from Break of Dawn to Break of Day. And then I started focusing, trying to figure out how Mary Magdalene felt between witnessing Christ being crucified, which that's hard to even begin to imagine how would you feel seeing that yeah. and then that time lapse between that and rising from the dead and i thought that whole melancholy nature of the song fit that and then that's where we took the lyrics let me ask you this question robert are were you a closet twilight fan is that what kind of <laughs> sparked this at first or you were a vampire at first I, I, as a kid, I just love vampire movies. I love the, the good versus evil. And, uh, you know, that, that the, particularly teachers in school worried about it. What do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be a vampire killer. And they were, they were like, you know, they would send me to the, the counselor and say, you need to talk to this kid for a while. <laughs> and Robert, too. Yeah, we can have some conversations after we watch the after this live stream and watch the video tonight. Well, without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and share this video. It is called Break of Day, and it is by Winner's Resurrection. And I'm just pulling it up right here. And here we go. Make sure to leave your comments.
appropriate video for tonight. Tonight is the actually commemoration of the of the Lord's Supper, uh, the Last Supper. Uh, when I was growing up in the Episcopal Church, we called it called it Monday Thursday. Tomorrow is Good Friday, and then of course Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. I've got a lot of comments here. We're going to get to everybody's comments. Uh, I just started putting up a few at the end, but I got to say. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. And we have to go on with this. We're going to get Philip's reaction, but absolutely, totally, Mac the Metal Dog approved. Look at that. Yeah. Was highly involved in the editing process on Monday night here at the Raven's Heart Studio. And it's funny, Philip, uh, as, as Michael and I were editing this video, we had to keep turning the volume up on the computer because Mac kept snoring louder and louder. So we're going to start raising funds for Mac's CPAP machine. Machine <laughs> and do that. Rick the critic from New York. I like that minor at the end with the keys. That's very, very astute. Oh, we got uh, Rugged American Flag Company, who's going to be one of our vendors at Rockfest. Beautiful message, awesome. Philip. Your yes, reaction. Sir. I'm going to I'm going to blow up the screen here so they can see you. What are your thoughts on that? Is oh, that what you expected? <laughs> and more, definitely. Um, yeah, I just it's very appropriate for you know like you said this time of the year our savior is um getting ready to go and be risen again it's um almost a loss for words it's just more than i expected you guys did a fantastic job so it was really awesome thank you philip you know um this is more than just a song. It's more than just a video. The message in it is so, so powerful. Let's go ahead and take a look at the comments. And I'm going to start it up at the top. Look and, who. Uh, there we go. Hey, look who just walked in, Ziggy. <laughs> Yeah. Tell everybody why Ziggy's there, and it's not because he just wants extra publicity. Uh, he's actually—we'll talk about it later. Ziggy's just gonna—Ziggy's just gonna photobomb everybody's interviews now, wherever they are. Uh, just kind of pop in. It's gonna be like, where, where's where's Ziggy? But uh, we've got um, Tiffany McGinnis Sheldon from the Last Trumpet. The intro reminds her of Metallica. Yeah, reminds me too of Nothing Else Matters. That that very good intro clean guitar intro there rick the critic from new york from utica area rome new york very crisp and vocals remind me of james lebray from dream theater you know uh philip i i don't want you to get a really big head and it's not because <laughs> your your daughter is dating my son but your your vocals are very soothing very smooth especially even on the harder songs that you do as well and we're going to preview yeah. one of those later on uh, then we got Tiffany back. Love the guitar solo. I put that up there. Uh, we'll talk about that more in a minute. And then we've got Jermaine, and he's from a band called Tricor, Jermaine uh, Nixon, uh, and they're over in Georgia. And after Rockfest, we're going to be bringing him and his band on. They got some awesome stuff. Uh, this song smacks. I love it. And he wrote again, you guys sound so good. Uh, Rick, uh, uh, Rugged American Flag Company, beautiful message. The keys, we went over that one, and then we got, I wish I could meet you guys. I actually hope to share a stage with you guys someday, and that might be possible. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Tricord band, you got you to gotta check them out. I was listening to their stuff this weekend. Man, it's great when you have to listen to music. I have to to do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, Lord, smite we, me with some more music, please. Um, but, um, you know, it's really fun to watch this as the video is playing. 
to see the likes and the hearts coming up uh, when, when the music started and the video started. And for those that are viewing, when we talked about doing this, we talked about doing this video a year ago, and it was just going to be a lyric video, but once we start, got, got started rolling with it, it's like that, that would just not do this song justice at all. So I'm going to ask you guys this question, and Philip, you kind of touched upon it a little bit. This is not just a theological tip of the hat or just the Western civilization tip of the hat to, oh, yes, it's Easter, and Jesus uh, died and rose again, and pass me the basket of marshmallow peeps, please. This is really an intimate love song. It is a ballad. This is more than yeah. just a, you know, oh, I factually know. You guys, I think, Philip, what, what makes, your, makes your vocal so effective is that you're sharing your heart. And then Michael on the, on the guitar, I mean, what a solo. And that's not just a solo. It's something coming from your heart. What is it that amazes you the most about what we're getting ready to commemorate this Sunday with the death and resurrection of Jesus? What, what is it that's stirring in you, especially when you play this song? For me, um, it's just the unbelievable amount of love that he would have for us to make that sacrifice. As fallen as we are and all the terrible things that we all have done through our entire lives, that he would make that sacrifice that, so that we would have a, a way to avoid the fate that we deserve. Yeah, it would have been easier for him to write us all off. I mean, true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let me bring me back over here. That That's very powerful, Michael. You, you hit the nail on the head. You know, as I was thinking about it, because I've been working on this video now with you guys since January, and I started thinking about what we're rolling into today, and I had to put my glasses on um, because I'd like to say that it just makes me look smart because I really can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> so just going to be honest and real with you here. I started thinking about some things and talking about the sacrifice, and that's exactly what it was. And I want to share this with our listeners to understand something, because this is kind of hard for our minds to comprehend and wrap around a little bit. But nobody forcefully took Jesus and killed him against his will. He desired to die. And it says this in John chapter 10, verse 17 through 18. It says, the reason my father loves me is that I lay my life, lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. He was commanded by the father to lay his life down, and he had the power to do that. And he sacrificed himself. It was a self-sacrifice so that we would avoid the fate that we all deserve, which is an eternity in hell. I mean, that is just the basic truth of it. That's what... Easter's all about. It's not about the bunny and it's not about the baskets and the bonnets and all the other stuff, the trappings that go around with it, but it is the fact that Jesus, the Son of God, who is God, purposely laid down his life so that we did not have to die eternally and go to hell. That is the basic, basic truth. Now, here's something that's <clears throat> also interesting about this. Um, this is about resurrection. This song is about resurrection. It's break of day. You guys are where's resurrection. And one of the interesting facts that a lot of people, I, I think they just don't know how to handle it, is something that happened the day that Jesus rose from the dead. 
And it says in Matthew 27, 51 through 53, it says, And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared to many. So when Jesus rose from the dead, the saints of old, I mean, we're talking like Noah, Abraham, King David, all of them, they rose from the dead with him, and they walked around in the city of Jerusalem. Now, how in the world would CNN cover something like that today? I, I, I don't. I don't think they would. But you know, you don't hear those verses very much. And I started thinking about something that my mom would say about um, the Sadducees, because remember in the Bible that the Sadducees would always argue about, well, there is no resurrection or any. You know, and my mom would always say they were Sadducee because they did not believe in the resurrection. Yeah. I wonder how many Sadducees doors the saints went knocking on saying, hey, we're here. Uh, the resurrection's real. And they they probably said, he is risen. What a testimony and, and what yeah. a powerful thing. We've got another comment here from Scott from Rugged American Flag Company. I've heard someone say that this Saturday is the countdown on the date 4321. And when I hear the music and the word, it makes the countdown mean much more than just a date on the calendar. Yeah, four, three, twenty-one. Look at that counting down mm, I didn't to the resurrection. That. I didn't realize that either. We got some, yeah, we got some really awesome uh, listeners and viewers. So, um, I want to ask you this: You guys, you know, you're going to be on stage at Get Revelation Rock Fest. You're going to be the opening act. Get there, everybody, at one o'clock. So one uh, one o'clock, so you can see them uh, see them play. And not only do you play ballads that are very powerful, but you can rock it. Just the other night, on Saturday night, uh, your song Dead of Night was featured on WVVC radio with um, our friends up there at Metal Sharpens Metal. And one of the comments they had, they're like, no way, these guys, it's going to be their first time on stage together. And this is amazing. These guys are phenomenal. And they were even like, you know, hey, we'll go, we'll buy tickets to go down and see these guys play. So we know that you all just didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday and pick up musical instruments and be like, hey, let's do a band called Winner's Resurrection. What other projects were you involved in before Winner's Resurrection? How did you get from point A to where you are now? Can you share a little bit of the story of your musical journey? Sure. I think Mike and I first met in the 80s and we were in a band called Sterling and then that kind of morphed into the original Wretched Excess and it was a you know, pretty much a cover band playing hard rock heavy metal and we played and we kind of separated and went our you know, different ways. Um, I kept playing in uh, Wretched and Mike was in Vagrant Justice and he was out on the road. Um, then we got together probably 92 maybe with Philip or maybe 91, 92, somewhere in there. We got with Philip formed a band called Poetic Justice and we played for a while. And then, you know, that band kind of petered out and we all went our separate ways, got caught up in uh, family and work and things like that. And Mike and I got back together. I'm going to say probably 2016. Yeah, I think it was the, like right at the end of 2016 because you had just retired. Okay. And I saw that through Facebook and I was like, hey, you know, I think I'm going to give Robert a shout. And we yeah. wound up kind of be, the beginning of this kind of started formulating it in the beginning of 2017, right after that. 
Right. So we've been uh, working on, I guess, originals now for the last, I guess, three years or so. <clears throat> and we started pulling up songs back from the day, you know, because that's we were kind of child musicians, children of the 80s as far as the style of music that, that we listened to. We listened to, you know, bands from the 70s, you know, Sticks, Journey, uh, Rush, bands like that. But we also our formative years of playing in bands and stuff was through the eighties up into the early nineties and stuff. So we started pulling a lot of the older songs out going, you know, it'd be really neat to try to record these because we never really had the money to go into a studio and, and pay for doing that. And by this time, 2016, 2017, I already had a little bit of a home studio and it kind of started working out some of the things, getting more experience and making it sound better. And it just kind of blossomed from there. Wow. If I could just ask you real quick, I'm getting, getting some feedback. I'm hearing the broadcast coming through on that end. So if we could just, um, if we could turn down the volume on, on the, on the device over there, that'd be that. Thank you. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that works. So, you know, you've got these songs that you wrote many, many years ago and now, they're being God's using them today and he's going to be using them on the stage at Rockfest. And really, Winner's Resurrection. I mean, we're talking about resurrection this week. Why Winner's Resurrection? What does that mean? What does it mean to you and what you believe God's called you to do with with the music he's given you? Well, I think Mike and I talked about the name at first, and I can't remember what was can you remember what you first came up with? Um a lot of things were we we went through a lot of different iterations initially um winter is one that had kind of stuck with me for quite a while and it has several different implications for me um we're a bunch of older guys and so you know the the life can be kind of defined as seasons and you know, kind of as we're getting along in age, we're kind of looking at ourselves of being kind of in that winter stage of life, maybe the early winter, hopefully. But that's kind of where that came for me. And there were different winters, this winters, that. Um, and then the resurrection, I mean, there's an obvious implication to that, which was definitely in the back of our mind. But there was another part of the resurrection that kind of played along the lines that Robert brought to it, which was, you know, being musicians who have been in all these different bands, um, you know, we went through all these bands and they've all kind of fallen apart and us putting this band together in a way is kind of like the Phoenix rising up from the ashes, kind of an aspect. And we thought that was one neat dual meaning to it behind obviously you know christ the resurrection people generally celebrate his birth in the winter time but the 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 old guys kind of rising up from the the ashes of previous bands that we've been in kind of gives an extra meaning to it as well and a lot of people find different things from that as well in addition to what we what we think about it but i also i think when we talked about it is the wintertime, uh, grass has died off, everything's kind of gloomy, and then we hit the spring and there's this renewal of life. Yeah. And that's no different than we're going to die, but there's going to be something beyond that. 
Definitely. And it's kind of interesting that our Lord rose in basically the springtime. And so that, that whole meaning just kind of flows through everything. Yeah, that is so true. The seasons that God has ordained shows us the gospel. Everything shows us, everything points to the gospel, even the stars, the sun, the moon. It says that God ordained them to point to him, to speak of his glory and the seasons. Uh, it is not by accident or just that it happened that way that Jesus died and rose again in the springtime. And it's in coordination with the full moon. And I'm going here and I'm thinking of all these things. Robert, with your fascination, your past fascination with the vampires, a lot of the lore that we see, and I'm probably going to have some people get really upset with me when I say this, a lot of the lore that we see in horror films is kind of a perversion in a way of truths found in scripture. Let me explain. You have the vampires. Well, their life is dependent upon the blood. Well, our new life is dependent upon the blood of Jesus. And then in a lot of horror films, you have the night of the living dead. And that's what you had exactly in Jerusalem. Uh, when Jesus rose from the grave, you kind of had the night of the living dead when all of the, um, <laughs> when all of the, uh, you know, saints of old, when they rose as well. And the other thing too, with the full moon, uh, you know, we have the full moon at the beginning of the video. Um, and that's often associated with werewolves and things like that. You know, I, I got it. But the reason why we have the full moon in there is the full moon is representative of Passover. Passover always starts with a full moon. So um, when Jesus came down into the city and celebrated the Passover, the start of that Passover week, the day that he made the triumphal entry into Jerusalem, it was a full moon. We've got Jeff Huber here. He says, powerful name. Jeff, good to see you. Welcome back. We actually um, interviewed Jeff uh, last week with his band um, out of Arkansas. And they, they are an awesome, awesome band called Vessel. And I want to go back to Jermaine, uh, since we're talking about this now, we were talking about the resurrected saints. That's wild. Yep, that's in the Bible, and you won't hear that preached on most most Sundays. But you hear, heard it right here on, on Raven's Heart. Um, let me ask you guys another question, because as I've been working with you, and I don't think you fully explained it to me, so this is going to be news to me. You use the red rose in a lot of things, and a lot of the pictures that you picked for this video have a red rose in it. What does the red rose symbolize to you? That's something that became very significant to me in, in church. Uh, I got involved in vacation Bible school, I ended up directing it for six years. It was a bit unusual. They said men just don't do that. And um, I just took time off for work. I thought it was important to be, you know, to, to be there for the children. To, to spread the message. And for me, I'd always give roses to the ladies that help with vacation Bible school. And I never removed the thorns. And I said the red, and I always got the, the deepest red I could get to me symbolizes the blood that Christ shed for us. And then I always wanted the thorns on them to remind them of what he went through. So just for me, there's this, this huge symbolism there. That's really deep. That's very, if I may use the word very romantic in a good way. And, you know, I'm also thinking about this. And I think one of the reasons why I latched on to your band, not just because my son is dating Philip's daughter, that's, <laughs> um, you know, and it was actually when we were watching my son play at a bar, Philip and I playing drums, Philip told me about Winter's Resurrection. I was like, oh, that's cool. And Philip was actually the one 
that said, you know, wouldn't it be cool sometime to have a concert at the Hanahan Amphitheater? Remember that, Philip? You were like, hey, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. yeah. And uh, here we are. Philip dropped that idea. And then we got Ziggy in the back there. Um, But one of the things that I was thinking that uh, I have latched on to you, there's a gothic element to what you're doing. Now, of course, the music for me in a lot of ways is very nostalgic. Takes me back to what I liked when I was growing up and listening to music before, um, you know, hard rock music before I went into the turmoil of, you know, is this good or should I not be listening to it? You know, I was a big Dokken fan. I love them. Uh, Van Halen, all that stuff. Um, Poison, you know, all the, all the bands back then, Warrant, Sheriff, all the stuff. Um, really into that. Rat. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going on and on uh, with, with all the bands. Um, you know, they were the Scorpions. A regular standby uh, for me to listen to. Man, I'll tell you what, they could punch out some awesome ballads, but they had some of the raunchiest music that I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they really did. I mean, they went both ends of the spectrum. Um, but, you know, with this, the gothic element, and when you think about what Jesus did, and, th- and this is something we're going to talk about you know, later on in the spring and summer, I'm going to have some guests come on and talk about this. What Jesus did on the cross for us and his life was very goth. It was very gothic. Now, I'm not talking about the makeup or anything like that. I'm talking about the necessity of death for life. Life is death. Jesus laying down his life, dying, has given us new life. And it's the whole reason why the whole earth, when he returns, is going to be able to be renewed. So there's a renewal that is coming out of his death. And that is more goth than anything that I've ever seen at Hot Topic. So um, we'll save that for a later date. But we also have in the back Ziggy. Uh, Ziggy, how you doing back there? Can you hear us? You can't hear us. You can't, can't hear us. How you doing back there? I'm here and delayed. Oh, you're delayed? Okay, he's got me delayed. Okay. So Ziggy, um, why, Michael, can you share with us why Ziggy's there, not just to hang out and, and photobomb the, the interview tonight? So Ziggy is playing bass for us during our show. And then in his show, uh, Robert and I are going to be part of his backup band. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love how this is coming together. Um, both Winners Resurrection and Ziggy, they're going to be the first two opening acts for Get Revelation Rock Fest. I'm really, really excited about that. They are going to rock the stage and they are going to take the stage. You guys can rock it as well. You mind if I play a clip of Crossfire really quick for everybody so they can see? They've seen the the softer, more passionate, more romantic side of Winners Resurrection. You mind if I just play a quick clip of uh, of Crossfire for our viewers and listeners so they can get a taste of what they're in for when they get to get revelation rock fest that'd be awesome yeah go ahead all right let's go ahead and do it this is a sample of crossfire by winner's resurrection hold on to your seats people
Wow. They are going to be taking the stage on May 15th. You know, something that, um, Michael, when we were working on this project the other night, well, putting the finishing touches on um, the video for a break of day, the Bible verse about skillfully playing for the Lord just kept beating through my mind. I didn't, I didn't say it directly to you, but I was like, I know where I'm going with this edition, you know, when, when we were working on the video and I went to the Psalm today, Tina Brown. Oh, we got a comment from Tina Brown. Look at that. Tina gives you a big smiley face. <laughs> That's my sister. <laughs> all right. Hey, Tina. All right. Make sure you come out to Rockfest to see your brother on stage. But um, I went to Psalm 33, three, where it says, sing unto him a new song, play skillfully. And I like how it says to play skillfully, play skillfully with a loud noise. And really, to me, that really summarizes Winner's Resurrection, a loud noise that is played skillfully. I mean, I, I, went, I, mean, I was really feeling that when I was watching your fingers on the guitar, just how skillfully played, Michael, that that is, and how everything is coming to you. Hey, we got somebody else who just photobombed yeah. the, uh, the interview. That's awesome. Yeah, that was my son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody go goes by that we don't know, we'll have to stop for a few moments and just uh, <laughs> just just take care of that, <laughs> take care of that issue. <laughs> so next question for you. Uh, you are currently working on a new album or an album. Uh, what can we expect from that? And where are we at on the album process right now? So we've got 10 songs put together. Um, we've kind of went through like a final phase of listening to the music, making sure there's no issues or anything like that. We're pretty much at the stage that we're ready to release. We're just trying to gather some additional knowledge on the avenues that we have for release. Um, we want to do kind of a, I guess it would be considered old school now to where we'd like to have some physical CDs. So for those people who like to have something kind of physical and concrete in their hands, they've got that. And we're also looking at the online version of it through maybe something like a distro kid or CD, CD baby or something like that. That'll put it through all the different sites like iTunes, and and pandora stuff like that we're still kind of getting the research it's ready for release we just want to put it out the right way and you know try to make it as available as possible absolutely and for those of our viewers that are watching on youtube live right now and that are going to watch this in the replay if you go down in the description section of this edition there is a link right there so you can find out more about winner's resurrection it will take you to their reverb nation site you can become a fan Follow them on Reverb Nation. And for those of you that are watching this video right now, uh, immediately after this ends, it's going to redirect you. We are going to re-premiere. We're going to do it again. Just the video at 8 o'clock Eastern time tonight. So if you liked what you saw here, go and watch the video on YouTube and share this video as well as the, um, the video itself, just the video by itself with your friends. This is an awesome, awesome thing to share for Easter. Again, it's it's what it's about. And I really don't even like to use the word Easter very much because that comes from the uh, demon goddess Ishtar and how that all got mixed up. It's more Resurrection Sunday is, is what yeah. it is. And we're celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. We're not, you know, as much as I like a chocolate bunny, 
the, the, the solid ones, not the hollow ones, but the solid ones. Um, you know, I like those. I enjoy those. And God gave us chocolate to enjoy as he did coffee and everything else. So, um, you know, that's what we're celebrating. And really what this is about, this is about the gospel. And that's what Get Revelation Rock Fest is going to be about. It's about the gospel. This is not, hey, yeah, we're just going to get together and hang out and rock for Jesus and have a good time. That's going to happen. But as we've all talked about uh, in, in setting up Rock Fest 2021 with the letter black headlining, it's about setting a stage for Jesus to come up. And I'm very excited because uh, Christina, who's on our committee, and I were at the Let's Worship Charleston at the Hanahan Amphitheater last Saturday. And I really believe God set the stage with worship for what's going to be happening at Get Revelation Rock Fest on May 15th here in Charleston. And it's about the gospel. And, you know, with the passion that you guys put into this video that you did, with the passion that you're putting into the music, it's very evident where your hearts are. And that's really what Jesus accomplished when he took our sins upon him, when he took our sickness upon him, when he took the punishment for our sins upon him. That's a lot of weight when he was on the cross. All of that was put upon him. That's why the clouds had to become dark and everything had to become hidden. And when he was on the cross, what, what Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 53 is that he was so destroyed, they couldn't recognize him. And I was doing some reading going back to Charles Spurgeon about the scars on his hands when he showed the scars to the disciples and Thomas who, who doubted it. Uh, he had, he's kept those scars. He's kept them on purpose. And probably uh, Charles Spurgeon um, postulated that the reason why he kept the scars was because his new transformed perfect body, they wouldn't have recognized him right away. And the scars are the proof that he is the Messiah. Rick, Andrew, yes, Glenn, you are nailing it about Resurrection Sunday and not the pagan goddess Ishtar. Yes, uh, that's that's a whole nother story. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that as we get into the next season of the Raven's Heart after, uh, after we make it through uh, Rockfest 2021. But that's what we're celebrating. And the gospel and becoming a believer is not just mentally assenting to, hey, yeah, I'm going to do good things now because we can't. Mike, you hit the nail on the head. You know, we are so fallen. We don't even realize. I think God protects us a lot of times from seeing how fallen we are in a lot of instances. But there's that time where we see it at that time that God's Spirit draws us to salvation. We see it. It's called conviction. Yes, you feel guilty for your sin. And then you realize that Jesus died and took that punishment for you. And it's all because we what we are worthy of in and of ourselves without the blood of Jesus is an eternity in hell. That is the gospel. That is the good news, is that Jesus came to save us from hell. And when Jesus died on the cross before he resurrected, we talked about this a little bit last week, that he went down to hell, but he didn't go there because he had to suffer. He went down there like Randy Macho Man Savage and made a complete mockery of Satan and the, and all the demons that are that are in hell. I mean, complete open mockery of it. And he released those that were in Abraham's bosom, the saints that were waiting to be resurrected. And what an awesome, awesome story. And that's what that's what this is all about coming up on Sunday and Winter's Resurrection. They nailed it in this song in this video called Break of Day. So what are you most excited about? This is gonna be your first time as a band on stage at Rockfest. What are you looking forward to the most? about playing at Rockfest, guys? Um, 
meeting the other people, all the bands that we've been kind of interacting with as this has been coming along, getting to meet, you know, our, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Definitely it's going to be with that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, for those of you that don't know, it was actually Michael that suggested to me the letter black. Uh, Tiffany is uh, weighing in. Yes, she's yes, Tiffany from Last Trumpet. <laughs> Definitely looking forward to getting everybody together. Um, Michael was the one that kind of uh, led me in the direction of the letter. I've always been a letter black fan. And he was like, you know, we like we base our music and our sound. One of our influences is the letter black. And what kind of prompted me was a conversation we had to reach out to them to do an interview last June and then to bring them down here to Charleston. And I'm very excited about that decision. They are an awesome band, awesome people to work with. So let's do this real quick. Let's go ahead and do a Get Revelation Rock Fest update for everybody so that you can get the information because we do have new information concerning Get Revelation Rock Fest that we want to get out right now. Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021 update. And do we have updates concerning Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021? For those of you that are watching and viewing for the first time, hey, get your tickets now. You can get them at Lithos Cry. We got it rolling down at the bottom of the screen. Or you can type into Google the letter black at uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and get your tickets on Eventbrite. Now, we do have a hotel deal, and I want to bring this up because I just found this out yesterday, and this is very, very important, okay? The Crown Plaza Hotel is one of our major sponsors for this event. Uh, they are sponsoring the stage at Get Revelation Rock Fest. It's the uh, Crown Plaza stage, and they have a special deal for those of, the, those of you that are coming out of state to Charleston, South Carolina for this event. Um, room rate is $129 a night. Now, this is a four-star hotel in Charleston, all right? Um, I think I need to stay there because that's the only time I'm going to be able to afford a four-star hotel room yeah. is at Get Revelation Rock Fest. Um, <laughs> they are also going to be running a shuttle all day back and forth at certain times for you to get from the hotel to Rock Fest. They are also including in that, oh, there's, there's more. You get breakfast with that for two and a $15 food and beverage credit at the hotel if you stay at the Crown Plaza Hotel. Right down there underneath, you see right there, that is how you book your room, okay? Give them a call, or you can go to the Eventbrite page, and the link to get a Get Revelation Rock Fest room is right there. When you call the Crown Plaza Hotel, tell them that you want a room for Get Revelation Rock Fest, and they will get you squared away. Now, with that, get your hotel rooms now, because my good friend Stacy from the uh, Revelation Resistance podcast up in North Carolina, who is helping us with this event. He told me yesterday that he went for his room and there are only a few rooms left. So get your rooms oh, now. Yeah. We have wow. people, yeah, we have people flying in from Maine, Texas, Colorado, all over the United States to see bands like Winner's Resurrection. Man, I feel like one of those guys doing a PBS telethon right now. <laughs> this is, okay. You know, hey, we got, we're doing this because this is our outreach event. This is, this yeah. is what this is about. This is about outreach. Hey, if you got friends that you thought would never go to church and probably won't go to church, but would go to a rock concert, Bring them yeah. to get Revelation Rock Fest because they're going to hear good music. Every one of these bands that we got, Last Trumpet, Winner's Resurrection, Ziggy, Armor of God, Jenna Parr, Warriors of Light, 
Warhol, Zana, I'm counting them because there's nine, and the Letter Black. I didn't leave anybody out this time. They are all good bands. Every one of them. This is not just a garage, you know, a bunch of garage bands uh, getting out and doing something. These are all seasoned professionals doing a wonderful thing and a miraculous thing for the Lord. And I really believe that this is going to be something that is going to push back the darkness in the city of Charleston and lead and help for the last final harvest of souls. And that's what this is all about. So get your tickets now for Get Revelation Rock Fest. And you know what? The guys from Winter's Resurrection over here on this side of the screen, if you know them, they've got tickets they can sell you too. So get them, okay? Hit up Michael, hit up uh, Philip, hit up Ziggy. He's got some. Hit up Robert. They got they got tickets. So if you know them, get your tickets from them, or you can get them again, as I said, online. Type in the letter black, Charleston, South Carolina, or in, in Google, or you can go to lithoscry.com, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com. Hit the Rockfest button. Or you can just go to at Lithos Cry on Facebook and get your tickets there. Guys, well, that was a lot, but big update. I wanted people to know that <laughs> got to get the hotel rooms now because they are moving very, very quickly, very quickly. Um, guys from Winners of Resurrection, we got another comment in for you. And I got to get rid of all these bands. Well, I'm going to keep one of the banners up because it's got important uh, information on it. Let's take, okay, good. That one went away. So let's go back to the comments here. And we've got... Uh, Okay, we got Gene. Loved the song. Do any of you know Gene, or is this somebody we don't know? This is awesome. Uh, listening in New York. Awesome. Oh, wow. hey, nice. hey, Gene. hey, Gene, welcome to the Raven's Heart Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Hey, come on down to Charleston, South Carolina. Forget Revelation yeah. Rock Fest. Come on down. We're wide um, open. Wide open. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great down here. Uh, it's 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 really great. They lifted our capacity restrictions so we can have as many people as we want. Great venue. Yeah, Gene, come on down. Come on down and hang out with us at Get Revelation Rock Fest. You're going to have a great, great time. Um, Ziggy's going to be rocking the stage. I'm really excited with what he's doing. I love how you guys are collaborating. It's awesome. Hey, uh, Michael and uh, Catnip over there and Philip, do you have anything else you'd like to share with the listeners and viewers before we get ready for the weekend? Well, for me, I, the one thing that still strikes me that this time of year, uh, you know, everyone just says Christ died for me. He didn't just die. Um, when we wrote that song, um, he suffered for us. He didn't just die. Yeah. He suffered. And that's what is so um, hard to believe that someone would endure that for us and for our sins. Um, that wasn't someone that just said, oh, just kill me. He suffered yeah. something unimaginable that, that's hard to even comprehend. Yeah. Could you imagine doing something like that to your child. I mean, there's no way. I mean, yeah. love God is this God's love. I should say is, you know, we can't comprehend it. Just like we can't comprehend eternity. You know, it's can't wrap your mind around it. No, you can't. You really can't. Robert, that's a very powerful point that you made is that he suffered. And I was thinking about this because, you know, as I get ready for these things, I kind of chew on these things a little bit. And, uh, oh, we got um, we got another comment uh, from Malalia Campbell watching. Thanks. 
Thank you for watching, Malalia. Yes, awesome. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's always great to see new listeners uh, weighing in and new new viewers as well. But Jesus, he is the Son of God, and he is God. That's a mystery that we still can't wrap our minds around yeah. that we walk in faith in. But when he went through that, he laid his life down. So all of the fears, all of the weaknesses, all of the things that we deal with, he had to deal with in going to the cross, the pain, the suffering. He had to feel all of that. It wasn't just like, okay, it's God. He's indestructible, you know, going to the cross and he's going to make it through all the things. I mean, he was, he was tempted of Satan, never sinned, but he was tempted like we are tempted. He was tempted in all points. Like we're tempted. He shared in our, you know, sufferings, uh, the sickness, all of it. And I'm talking about everything from the plague of 1918 to coronavirus was placed on Jesus on the cross so that we can be healed because it says it's by his stripes that we're healed. He brings that yeah. healing. All of our lying, all of our cheating, all of our adultery, all of our stealing, everything that we've done that falls short of the glory of God, that falls short of what he outlined in the law of the way that we should be, he took that upon him so that we could live and have eternal life. And Philip, you said it, you know, when you said that love that God had, that he gave his son, that's right there in John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and that Jesus resurrected from the dead, that he came back from the dead. That is the power of resurrection. That is the power of what he did on the cross that shows that he is God because he defeated death, hell, and the grave so that we can live and we can live freely. And that's what this weekend is all about. Share that yes. with your families. Share this edition with your friends who may not know Jesus. Um, that's a What a song for somebody. You just listen to it. You don't have to be a believer to appreciate that song. You know, that is that is a powerful, powerful song, and it's called Break of Day. And those of you that are watching the live stream on YouTube right now, immediately after this ends, it's going to redirect you to that video so that you can watch it again on YouTube. Watch it, like it. Hey, if this is your first time watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us. If this is your first time watching us on Facebook Live, go ahead and follow Lithos Cry to find out what kind of mayhem we're we're up to because we're always we're always doing something over here. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's thank been a you, pleasure man. to have you, you on. Looking forward to seeing you on stage at Get Rock Fest, uh, Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021. And next week yes, we sir. are going to have a band from Georgia. They are called Rock of Salvation. They are going to be our guests, and they have a very very unique sound. But I'm going to leave you with this. Christ is risen, and he's risen indeed. And until we get again, uh, get together again next week, peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com.